Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story, and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games With Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The volume. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, and DraftKings Sportbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at even bigger basketball wins. String together multiple bets from the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Jenkins. That's J-E-N-K-I-N-S. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting $5. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Jenkins. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana, 21 and over age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. There's so much uncertainty in the world, it's hard to know what to say. It's hard to say something without saying something you're not trying to. But one thing we can all agree on is this is our final Amazon AMP podcast episode. There's no question about that. Thanks so much to AMP for their support over the years. This is our last live episode on AMP. How do I say goodbye? 
to what we had. It was a good run, Amp. We appreciate y'all, man. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. Uh, the podcast was to, we're, we're recording late. Uh, we're, we're recording on Monday instead of Sunday, which y'all get into in a second. But uh, the podcast will continue. Yeah. On the, was that's that? Boys and Men, ain't it? I thought yeah. you was anti-Boys no, no, and no, Men. No, 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 no. I, I have stood firm that um, um, End of the Road. I mean, not End of the Road. Motherfucking um, Sega. Whatever that song is. Yeah, that yeah, and their Christmas song are, are their two undeniable songs. Okay. The okay. Christmas song, yeah. Cool, yep. cool, cool. Boys and Men Christmas Reasonable, song. reasonable, man. Mm. Um, the podcast will still be uh, coming out on the normal schedule. Uh, so it'll just be in your podcast feeds, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen, Mondays. And when do we drop the midweeks on the podcast feed, Jackson? Thursdays? So Monday morning, Thursday morning, and then the Saturday uh, episodes will continue. We've got a great interview coming up this Saturday, which we'll let you be surprised by. But yeah. Thanks, as always, for fucking with us, uh, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. the crooner himself. <laughs> hey, everybody, have a good one. <laughs> the Jethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's that, Bubba's? Produced by the lovely and talented Jackson Saffon. Why's that? <laughs> I'm Gardy V, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Uh, the group chat's been all abuzz with two topics. One of the topics we're not talking about on the podcast, and the other topic is the Minnesota Timberwolves Brazilian alias tweeting a video of a wolf eating but also performing whole body fellatio on a cat person. It's the worst. How would we describe this video? <laughs> I just, I am just so appalled by the the repeated motion of the <laughs> of, of that gift. Like, why did that need to happen? Like five or six times. You know, it's weird to begin with, but then you just got to repeat the weirdness into an extremely uncomfortable level. That shit's weird, bro. I woke up in the morning. I saw the gift video, whatever the fuck it is, and I put my phone back down, put my face mask back on, and went back to sleep, man. <laughs> I realized the internet wasn't going to be for me that day. You know what I mean? Come on, man. Who okayed this? A lot of people seem to think that it was a GIF. I actually watched the whole 67-second video, Boy, which nasty changes man, angles and perspectives. It changed. See, and I, I tapped not- out after like five seconds of seeing that shit. I did not know it was a 67-second production with different angles and shit, dog. So I clicked on it actually to save the GIF so that I could send it to someone as a, um, I have a friend who I send uh, horrible images to as a bit, you know what I mean? So it's usually white Sammy Sosa, like white Sammy Sosa gives him the willies. So I'll just send him a picture of white Sammy Sosa on like a Tuesday afternoon, you know? And I was just going to send it to him. And when I clicked on it, I saw, oh, it's not a GIF. It's a 67 second video and it has audio. Oh, hell no. I, I similarly was like, why? Why did it change angles? Like, what? What? Why is this like a weird mini production? It's it. It was already weird, and then it was that much weirder. I have a theory, but I don't know that I should share the theory. No, no. the theory. The theory is that it's a. It's 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 porn. It's the computer animated porn, which is why it loops and has the audio, and it just was used by the. I think it's a fan account. It's a Timberwolves fan account in Brazil or something. It was just used for a different purpose. But I do believe that's why it, the audio tracks and it changes angles is I believe that it's just animated porn for the world's weirdest fetish. What was this? What did it sound like? What do you think it sounded like? Shut up! No way! (laughs) I do not need to see that shit.
the little five seconds I got have scarred me enough. I promise you. Yeah, I'm not sure what was more surprising, that or that Mike has been referencing a peanut butter brand while talking about gifts for the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a GIF guy, and I just let You guys out. are all GIF guys? Yes. It's, it's you know the guy who created them okay, says his gifs. He's wrong. About he's wrong. He's wrong because the the, the G that it stands for is graphic. Good, 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 good. Not it's, it's, graphic. It's, it's, that doesn't mean anything. Yes, it that does. doesn't mean anything. Yes. No, it doesn't. It's, There's several acronyms. Like, like this, I name I, another one. I wish it's, I wish I had my facts on hand right now. Name another. But there are several acronyms the where the first letter does not carry on the pronunciation of the first syllable of the word that is represented. What is it? What can you name one? I'm interested. There we have it. So, like, give me a minute. <laughs> there we have it. Oh, it's I, gift, That was bro. a genuine question. I was like, I've never heard of that before. <laughs> Google it, Mike. <laughs> if you're a chip guy, you should, you should have this information on hand, bro. You, I should. <laughs> I'm so stuck right now, and it's and I'm gonna I'm gonna blame it on getting four hours of sleep last night. But I'm just sitting here trying desperately to remember because I had like three of them, and I can't think of a single one right now. Don't let this be misinformation, dog. Don't let this be an untruth. Are you, you about to look it up? Okay. <laughs> I just completely disappeared from the to, podcast. Yeah, I like he was thinking he had his phone in his. <laughs> Did I accidentally raise his phone up into the camera? I had to hide his phone under the camera, my boy. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. Oh, uh, wow. I didn't think. It's usually like a. I'm usually not the only GIF person. Shar and I are both uh, heartfelt GIF people. Gifs is a it's a weird noise to make to me. I don't like it. Do I say gif or gif? I think I say gif. Do I say no? I think I say no. gif. I don't know. Neither of them sound wrong or right to me. Honestly, I don't hear one and think somebody's wrong, or hear one and think anybody's right. I think it's like, do you prefer the word gift or the word giraffe? Is what it comes down to. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just Giraffe's a giraffe a much guy. Much better word, but I'm I don't a giraffe think that is guy. Anything. I don't know. How did you make that connection? I'm actually impressed. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so miserable because I'm usually so good with like weird. Like I think Tyler and I could sit and do a 30 minute podcast just about dumb things about the English language. But like my, That's my Jeopardy brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like my that's like my favorite thing that I'll always bring up is like we expect people to learn the English language, but look at wall, mall, ball, and paul, and then look at wallet, mallet, ballet, and palette. Mm. It's like how are you supposed to interact with this language? Learn this language at all. It's it's preposterous. <laughs> like whenever we hear yeah, like whenever you hear Giannis or Jokic answering questions cogently in English, it's like they should win an award for just having the conversation. <laughs> and I, I definitely, that was reinforced when we went to Japan. It was like, I can read and speak a little bit of Japanese, and no, actually, I can't. You know what I mean? <laughs> As it turns out, it was like, oh, y'all are talking fast. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> Hajime mashite, you know, like... <laughs> said that five times the speed that i do um all right uh tyler you ruined uh the nba on espn for me bro i cannot listen to doc rivers's voice without <laughs> hearing your doc rivers sex tape bro that motherfucker scratchy ass voice i i was watching the game the other day like bro i'm really gonna have to listen to this motherfucker all year like it's wild and, I, and there's not gonna be a time where i'm not thinking about that tweet where someone told him that he needs to put lotion on his vocal cords that shit is going to be at the <laughs> forefront of my mind every time this man speaks dog 
And every time he speaks, all I can hear is, don't run from it. <laughs> it was Big Dick Doc, baby. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Big Dick Doc is crazy, bro. He need to use that. Honestly, yeah. I hope he heard it. Bro, you know what I'm saying? It's a good nickname. Oh, Lord. Uh, did you guys see that the Chicago Bulls made it one game before having their first players-only meeting of the season? They already know it's some bullshit. They already, they already know there's some bullshit afoot, dog. And <laughs> they got beat by 20 by OKC, didn't they? Like 20, 30. They got cooked. You feel me? I, it makes and sense. Then, and then Zach Levine went crazy. I think he had a, like a 40-point game with zero assists, just straight everybody else can go to hell but me ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> was, like y'all, it, it was 50. It was 50. But yeah, that's right. I think he had like yeah, 54 it, it was, points. I mean, yeah. that'll, get you, that'll get you whooped, too, nah, though. Nah, but, but, but he was he's <laughs> like, y'all drafts um, Trey Stock might be dropping. Not mine. Get me out of here. Someone please help. <laughs> He's trying to he's trying to get the Bulls some extra draft pick compensation to go somewhere that he would rather be for yeah. sure. It's just, but I I like it, when you know professional athletes. The season, like we talk about it being a bit of a grind for us as fans, right? It's a grind for these dudes, bro. I mean, it is a fucking grind, and I cannot fathom. You know that for the next six months, you're gonna be out of town half the week. You're gonna have to say goodbye to your kids two times a week, and then leave for multiple days. You're going to be tired and exhausted and your body's going to hurt. And on day one, you're kicking the coach out of the locker room like, nah, we need to talk about some shit. I think he was just like, bro, <laughs> this year's going to fucking suck. We know this, okay? <laughs> Fuck what the coach is saying. We know what we're going through. You know what I mean? Let's have a conversation and prepare ourselves mentally for this trash-ass year that's about to happen, bro. That's what I mean. I get it. Day one. You know what I mean? Let's get let's get our mindset on what's about to happen. Let's not fight it. Let's lean in. Fuck it. You know what I mean? But y'all lost. I didn't. Nigga, I got a 50 ball. Fuck you, man. Um, we also had quite the revelation that uh, John Hollinger, a.k.a. Uh, Big Crip John, I had no idea, was out here in the streets, referred to Josh Giddy as a slob wizard. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most surprising wizard. use of gang slang I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> is that analytics? No, is it's, it's sideline out of bounds inbound, right? That's basically sidelines okay. out of bounds. I didn't it's watch the video. And, okay. and, and Giddy okay. doing an incredible inbound, um, you know, from the sideline. And he got called a slob wizard in the process. He didn't deserve Has that. Has anybody ever used slob? In uh, that acronym before, yeah. I've never heard that. Acronym. I've never heard that acronym. But people, Tyler is not the Sonic first friend of mine to tell me that I'm. Uh, that's I'm wrong for that. This it, Jackson Tyler is common. I feel so the sideline out of bounds is slob. ATO a lot more than slob. I know ATO. It's like I guess not every. I don't. I don't know how comfortable I feel using that word. Not every slob is an ATO, obviously, because they don't always come <laughs> after timeouts. But I feel like like in the early Brad Stevens. Celtics coaching days, it was like, this guy's an ATO genius. Like, don't let him drop another ATO. It's going to, like, people have talked about people in that way, but I haven't, I hadn't heard the term slob used like that. Real big acronym discussions going on today on Jenkins and Jones. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting to the nitty gritty, bro. GIFs and GIFs and slobs and, and ATOs, all types of shit. Bro. Send an amp out with a bang, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> Does this mean we need to pronounce slob like slob like an out of bounds slob? If we're, if we're really being true to pronunciation form, I think it's a slob. <laughs> 
Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because as it turns out... F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast, you find it. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who are in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflategate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. (laughs) Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call him Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're saying right now? He's he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with Big Poppy. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0 in a winner chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It does remind me of another uh, insulting uh, gang slang term is uh, Twinkies, at least in Southern California. I don't know anything about gangs outside of Southern California. And a kid showed up to, um, this is my brother's story because I was not in school and that happened. A kid showed up to Long Beach Poly in, just like an Asian kid who didn't know what he was doing, in um, pajama pants that had the Twinkies logo all over them. You know, like Target sells it, like, you know, PJ yeah, pants yeah, that yeah. have just like a logo. It just said like Twinkies all over it. Was this a particular day? Like, <laughs> it was like pajama day or something? Bro, or these kids are cozy. No, these kids all just dress around, how they want to dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's, it's different. Dog. But uh, we well, one of the black to iron our fucking like, pants to go to school, <laughs> right? bro. Like, Starch and go shit. Go ahead, sorry. Waking up seven in the morning and iron and shit. Nigga, right. 
Crocs, booty fucking shorts, and PJ Niagara. Pants. Niagara. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it was like a black CSO like tackled him into a room as he was walking. It was like, you need to call your mom and tell her to bring you some other pants. What does Twinkies mean? I'm not familiar with that. Twinkies is just like slob. It's like just like something negative you would say to someone in that particular game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but but I, there's no bloods in in in, in Long Beach. They, he'd been fine, right? I mean, it's you just don't want kids who don't know what they're doing walking around with like and it just ha- like Twinkies happens to be more common. You wouldn't accidentally call someone a slob. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right, right That's not right. an insult that exists among teenagers. You know, like you're slovenly. <laughs> That's like a Shakespearean teenager <laughs> insult. <laughs> Your haberdashery today is <laughs> severely lacking, my friend. Uh, <laughs> okay, dumb sports argument. Uh, have you seen the Texans-Oilers thing that's going on with the NFL right now? With um, Okay. The copyright infringement issue. They're doing that with the University of Houston, right? Like, they're taking issue up with the University of Houston going in their shit. Not the Houston Texans. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the Texans. Oh, the University yeah. Houston? Okay, well, never mind. That is copyright infringement. Though. I, never mind. I feel like it's <laughs> bullshit, though. Like, unless there was, like, a an incriminating tweet or something that said, you know, we're paying homage to the our the heritage of pro football in our city or something like that. Like, how the fuck are you going to sue a motherfucker over colors, bro? Over sky blue, red, and white. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and we know okay. we know that it absolutely is an homage to the Oilers, right? I'm just wondering how the fuck are you going to prove it in court? Unless, they, unless the University of Houston just flat out said it was. But they can um, – so what's happening, John, is that the University of Houston – I thought it was the Texans, so I was going to say it's like mm-hmm. a franchise fight. The University of Houston is doing like Oilers throwback. And like Tyler yeah, said, yeah. they're doing the colors, but they're not like overtly saying we're the Oilers. Right, and the right. NFL said it's copyright infringement. I are they selling I, the jerseys? I'm sure they are. I don't know. Depending I mean, I on the color. I mean, there's a, there is like you could just change it slightly. But I do know that some schools like copyright USC has, the, has their specific yeah. like shade of cardinal on gold copyrighted. So you can't. Yeah, yeah, the exact ones. I don't know if that's what's happening here, but it is possible yeah. to copyright that kind of stuff. There's like a, that's like a popular like a um like a fan group thing. Like the Dodgers have a Pantone group mm-hmm. that's like Pantone, whatever the number of the color is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the teams will name themselves and stuff. For sure. I don't know. All right, well, never yeah, mind. And, and also, also, I'm thinking if, if the NFL says we're going to send the lawyers, you probably just want to back off whatever the fuck you're doing. You know, you know, you're yeah, school, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to fuck around and find out with the NFL lawyers, bro. So. No, definitely not. Um, okay, Tyler, I have uh, been off the internet for uh, mental health purposes, but I logged on today and I've seen everyone talking about someone named Keith Lee. Can you explain this controversy to me and our uninformed listeners? Oh, yeah, Keith Lee, man. That's the homie right there. Uh, he is a former MMA fighter who kind of made a living as a food critic. You know, re- really solid dude. Um, you know, it's always good vibes with the homie, but, you know, he's one of the food, one of these food critics who's going to be honest, right? And he'll, but he, but he'll flat out, he'll always offer a disclaimer, like, you know, this wasn't hitting on, on, you know, like that for me, but your experience might vary, right? Like, he's never out here trying to be a mean guy tearing motherfuckers down, right? Um, so he goes to Atlanta, and bro, he is just having the worst experience. Like, 
and and it's really not even the food more more or less it's more so the customer service like he's talking about how he he couldn't call in an order how he couldn't you know do the door dash and go pick it up and he's talking about how you know he sends someone else from his car to, to see if, if he can you know order something and they say no then he comes in and they're like oh yes 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 you know we can get you something what do you want to right? see for you right yeah here, you know what I mean? yeah so, so so he's taking all like like and he and he's had like ter- terrible experiences at like shit multiple restaurants in atlanta right it's just a whole ongoing thing of how shitty the customer service is in atlanta so that's kind of sparking a whole you know debate there you've got the you know a lot of the native atlians saying hey you know don't talk down on our city you got a lot of motherfuckers who are like he's right you know what i'm saying Let, let's just have this discussion the customer service here is shitty so yeah there, there's a battle <laughs> gra- there's a battle going on in atlanta right now in regards to you know food and customer service and shit is 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 part of the argument not like people saying that because he's an MMA fighter he's not like qualified to like talk about food yeah. or something though yeah. I saw you tweeted something about that with lemon pepper bro words. yeah like 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 people were like well what are his credentials to even be a food critic bro he is a very unique food critic he's not out here going to five star restaurants and giving his reviews right he's going to your everyday you know takeout you know because that that's kind of his whole thing he will it's, go I'm and get say it's his yeah. stick. Yeah, he goes and he gets takeout and he goes back to the crib or the hotel room if he's like turning the city and he eats and he gives his review there. Right. So so he's going to, you know, the everyday, you know, everyday working class folk spots. And you do not need a motherfucking degree from the core core down blue to know if a lemon pepper wing is good or not, dog. You absolutely the fuck do not. Hell no. Also, he does it on, does it on TikTok and people made him a critic. He was just fucking, you know, like they, they ordained him the guy to go to. You know what I mean? He has fourteen point two million TikTok followers. They're the ones saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." He hopped, he hopped on there, started giving his opinions, and people liked them, and now they listen to him. You know what I mean? Like he's, you know, like so. I don't think he ever called himself a food critic. He was just telling you how he felt about the fucking food, and like Tyler said, you know what I'm saying? Even if he were to go to a fucking five star restaurant, his opinion does fucking matter, according to two million motherfucking people. You know what I mean? But uh, I think I'm. I wonder where he's going because I've had good, great experiences in Atlanta, but I've seen a lot of people, you know, speaking to like, yeah, I had this experience at this motherfucking spot too. So a lot of people are really showing support. And I mean, <laughs> they show one where like, they were like, yo, everybody, you know, he out there standing on business because he, he was talking to the owners and shit. And I'm like, of course he is. A nigga, he can fight, fight. Nigga. Right. Like he might not have went to the, he might not have went to Court Down Blue to be a critic, nigga. But he went where he needed to go to get them hands certified, nigga. You feel what I'm saying? So, nigga, want got problems. He don't want too many of you. Feel me? But yeah, G. I, 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 I don't know. I think, I think it's interesting. I wonder what places he went to because I've had great experiences there. But yeah, it's, it's crazy seeing like, like he's. Going from TikTok to Twitter, and now his shit's going viral on here about his opinions in, in, in Atlanta, but I don't know. I would love to see a restaurateur get so angry over a negative review that they <laughs> tried an MMA fighter. <laughs> bro, but but, but honestly, I think the thing is, bro, like, he, he he's changed comp- businesses, though. Like, he's went to businesses and posted about how good they were and, like, hey, this business hasn't been getting them. Like, it, he will go to, like, a... I think it was a, uh, 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 it was I think it was in New York. He went to a, it was like a, a Jamaican restaurant. You know what I mean? And uh, he spoke to how great the food was, how great the service was, and like how you know, th- and there wasn't a lot of people there. And he he he'll change the trajectory mm-hmm. of this business. You know what I mean? Where you're at, where struggling. Yeah, exactly. And so that's why like people are like, yo, we're trying to you know to trying to you know 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 can, he can save or fuck your shit up. But the way he talks about these businesses, he never really shits on them. Mm-hmm. He'll right. say, hey, don't. And he'll specifically say, don't go. Don't, don't, you know, like, this is just my opinion, my experience. You know, I'm not trying to destroy this business. You feel me? Uh, you know, like, g- go and get your, and, get, and, 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 and have your own experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not what I'm trying to do here. But, it, I mean, regardless of what he's trying to do. I mean, he's affecting businesses good and, you know, You whatever. Google whatever. Keith Lee saves restaurant and there's like hundreds of, of articles. Christ. Many of them are about the same restaurant, but a lot of them are about mm-hmm. different restaurants mm-hmm. that he's taken from zero customers. And they're all like it's local spots. It started mostly in Vegas because he lives in Vegas. He's a former UFC fighter, but like now he's expanding beyond. Mm-hmm. See, I fuck with that, though, because I like that's always been my issue with like food stuff is like I'd never have the money or the time to eat at places that get reviewed you know what i mean so like reviewing like who has the best empanadas in long beach is like i would be all over you know what i mean like For i always sure. read the best taco spots list but when they're like we had a place in long beach to get a michelin star and it went from like kind of a trendy spot to a place that was like my friend some of my friends who are like foodies were like you know they're going crazy over it they're like i got a reservation like we're, we're gonna have dinner at it became, a, it became a scene on sunday yeah. night in four yeah. and a half weeks so just be like why is that like i don't understand what is appealing about that <laughs> i don't understand what's appealing about that at all bro like let's go to black Angus. i don't know though i do kind of want to go i do kind of want to go i do kind of want to go bro i'm not gonna lie kim and i are thinking about getting a spot get a reservation you you and kim well but see now it's like it's starting to die off a little bit so like now it's 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 cool but it was like right afterwards it was it was crazy but my friend my friend ryan had had it cater a work thing like the week before they got the michelin star and then everyone was like oh this is good and then it got the michelin star and his whole office was like i'm trying to get a reservation we have to get in like it's like i don't <laughs> i don't know here but it is great jackson heritage is great you should you should go there I've, I've, our I've, favorite empanada spot obra just got put on a tiktok and we we were trying to go get some empanadas yesterday and there was I shit you not, 80 people in fucking line. The line what? went out the door and went, uh, have you been to Obra? Oh, uh, have I been to Obra? Obra's yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. Okay. best. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> and it's close to your, yeah, yes. yeah. Like, it, the line, Jackson, went all the way down the whole, like, all of the, the other businesses mall? over there. Holy yes. crap. Yeah, I did see the same TikTok. It was like, this place is just as good as Porto's, which is like one of the most famous empanada and like bakeries in the greater in LA County. And I figured that would happen, but that's, that's it. I do. We didn't see the TikTok. We just went there to get our Sunday empanadas. Bro, we always Obra's get, crazy. and we were like, are they doing a shower was literally like, are they releasing shoes at the fucking empanada <laughs> spot right now? Why are all these people in line for some beef and potato empanadas, bro? What, the what? they, um, you, you, you see kids also like there's kids like, Hey, I create these videos. Can I create a video for your shit? There was one that like blew up this barbecue spot that was just on the side of the road. And then he went, somebody went to visit the barbecue spot like the week later. And it was like a hundred people in the fucking line. And when he went to record it, it was like eight people. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, it's interesting like how like TikTok, like the TikTok food space is, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm watching that shit. I care more, like you said, Mike, I, I, I care more about who's talking about who has the best oxtails and like, you know, some fucking, you know, Fufu motherfucker talking about, you know, some shit I don't really give a fuck about, you know what I'm saying? So, but it, the, 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 the TikTok, you know, food space is really, you know, 
it's running shit now, dog. You know what I mean? Like what what, what I like <laughs> most about Keith Lee is that he is honest, and I think that honesty comes from him never wanting this shit. Right? This wasn't an aspiration of his. Um, right. Because I feel like there's usually just two extremes in, in food reviews. There's usually there's usually the person who loves everything and is never going to say anything negative, right? Because they're like chasing um, partnerships and shit, and they're trying to get the that access back, journalists, right? right? Yeah. And then there's the people who want to pull, pull their Gordon Ramsay shit, where they just tear everything down, want to make that their whole bit. But Keith Lee is honest. Like he'll be like, yeah. This oxtail is busting. That B patty was a little dry, though. I ain't gonna hold y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, like, right, like he right, will give right. you an honest opinion of his shit, and that's just something that's very rare in that space. I fuck with that. I, I gotta follow Keith. He's on Twitter too, or he's just on nah, TikTok? He, he, on he's TikTok. not on TikTok. TikTok really? He's smart. I think oh. Instagram and TikTok is where I think. He, I mean, TikTok's where he does his numbers, but Instagram he's popping as well. I think. Man, I yeah. All right, we he's our funny high school interns always telling us to be on TikTok. Nigga funny as he has some yeah. wild ass stories. He's been through some shit, bro. I'm happy the man's successful right now. You feel me? Uh all right. Before we go, we we gotta do our dookie butts of the week. Um I'm gonna start with Carlos Boozer as my dookie butt of the week. What did you know? I don't I just I don't do understand his hair philosophy. You not seen the Carlos Boozer? He ran it back? Hold on. No, he ran it back on his beard, bro. Oh man! I assumed. I assumed I, everyone bro, saw Gucci it. Gucci got the same. A lot of niggas doing that shit, bro. Sprayed it down. That's crazy. <laughs> that motherfucker looked like Bluto off Popeye, dog. He got he got some <laughs> bullshit going on on his face. You saw? Let me look at this. Shit. Hold on. I, hold oh on. Oh my god! This is hilarious. <laughs> oh man! He can't help himself. <laughs> It, it, wait, okay. Did you did you just send it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that motherfucker look. No beard looks like that. You know what I mean? Like this doesn't make it look realistic. And I don't even think he needs to do this shit. Damn. Who's <laughs> trolling? You said what? He said Carlos Boos are trolling us. Damn, bro. Right. It might be. It might have been. Someone suggested that he did it for the engagement. <laughs> if no. it worked, if so, bro. Right, right. Know, right. Get us talking. <laughs> Painting your... <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, it what do they call that? Beijing? Is that the brand that they use to spray that shit down? Oh, I, I, I don't no know. Idea. That is not a world that, I, am, Beijing? that I traverse in. Oh, you haven't been in the barbershop in a minute. Let me see. Go ahead, though. Tyler, what's your dookie butt of the week? Um, It goes back to the Keith Lee shit, bro. Like, I was, you know, the the whole Keith Lee controversy kind of made me dig into, like, the origins of the five-star Michelin shit. And Ooh. yeah, and and of course, you know, Michelin tire brand. I was like, why the how the fuck does that did a tire brand become this authority on good restaurants? And it's basically this started back in the early 1900s when cars were just booming. And so Michelin came up with these reviews for restaurants because they wanted motherfuckers to buy cars to go out and eat. And it and it's and it started in France. So we have French rich people telling us what good food is, bro. Like, how do we how do we lose our way so much? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's so many things in that. You're rich and you're French. Like, I do not believe anything you say about what good food is, dog. And you're a tire manufacturer. Yeah, a rich French tire <laughs> manufacturer. <laughs> The tire magnates say that the steak at Heritage is great. <laughs> I bet you that steak goes fucking crazy, bro. 
Jackson, what's your dookie butt of the week? My dookie butt of the week is Dylan Brooks. He, for a two-parter. First, he got clowned by Victor Wembanyama. Victor hit a three and then, like, pointed at him, right? Mm-hmm. And then they asked Dylan Brooks, what was your biggest takeaway from playing him? He just said, he's tall. I'm like, you were down bad, bro. <laughs> and then two nights later, gets absolutely shook, put in a fucking blender by Steph Curry, and Steph runs back down the court with, like, he's looking yeah. like the fucking scream painting. I was like, man, Dylan Brooks is going through it the last couple days, man. It's tough to be that guy, that character guy, and be so consistently clowned. Like, not, I know that I, people are going to say that I'm biased for bringing Draymond Green into this discussion, which I am, sure. Yeah. Like, at least he, like, does good yeah, is sometimes. Like, he is, a, he is annoying sometimes on the basketball court, but he's also, like, an impactful player who doesn't get embarrassed, like, once a week. <laughs> Bro, that, that motherfucking, when Steph shook him, I have oh, never God. seen, that motherfucker jumped horizontally to try to make up ground for how bad he got shit. I don't remember you, you that. You didn't see this? It, it happened, it happened what? It happened last night. Saturday night? No, last I don't know. Night. Two nights ago, Last night, I think. I yeah, that motherfucker got shook so bad, he tried to horizontally jump to make up the ground. <laughs> that, 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 to make up for the separation that Steph had. You gotta see the shit. He looks he like a little ass kid out there. He was trying to take a bullet. In the same play. He, he went regular you crossover. Goes the other yeah. way. Behind the back crossover, goes the other way. Sidestep, pump fake, Dylan Brooks flies by and then makes a three and then runs down the court but, like this. But the horizontal jump, the, yeah. the, oh, the, the, the flyby, like Tyler said, it looked like he was a security guard trying to take a bullet. Like, he was, he was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> My dookie butt of the week, week was a Timberwolves Brazil, but we already discussed that, so we don't need to. That was that's what I was gonna speak. Want to discuss it more? Should I bring? No, it? No, no, up we, no, hell no, hell no, no, no. <laughs> You're nasty. You watched all sixty-eight seconds of that shit, and now you want to talk more about this? You listen to the sound the whole time, and then you tell me what the sound is. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I was listen to him gulping the entire time. You know what I was doing? While I was watching the video. I It always comes back to the fire bills. <laughs> All right. We'll be back on Wednesday, or we'll be back on Thursday with the next episode. Uh, thanks again to Amazon Amp and uh, bye to Amazon Amp, as well as to everyone else. Bye. 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 The volume. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. 
I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Dow of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.